0: welcome to tony the movie guy the podcast today's episode is brought to you by me you're welcome hope you enjoy
1: Hello, everyone. This is Tony the Movie Guy.
0: And Yenny.
1: Miss Money Yenny.
0: <laughs> I just wanted to see what you'd say.
1: Oh, my God. All right. We're going to start <laughs> that again. Hello, everyone. This is Tony the Movie Guy and Miss Money Yenny. Miss Money. You don't like Miss Money Yenny? <laughs> no, it's Is, is good. that old now? No, yeah, you know. People maybe. love it.
0: Yeah, I, no, I love it too.
1: Okay. Well, look, we're going to do what the uh, the listeners like, and uh, that's really what we're going to take and a uh, roll with. But, uh, you know, um, was that my idea or your idea? It
0: was totally my idea.
1: That's what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, good. All right, so this is our next episode. And, um, no,
0: it was totally your idea. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Oh, it was my idea? Yeah, it was totally your okay, idea. Okay, fine. Anyway,
1: all right, so look, before we uh, dive into our topic for tonight... Um, First of all, I wanted to just say, um, you know, we've been getting a lot of great reviews. I really appreciate everyone that subscribed and rated to the podcast. Um, I've read all of your reviews and I really appreciate them. And there's lots of great things you've said and lots of great feedback as well, which we're really taking to heart. So we can um, use it in each episode The whole purpose of this episode and, sorry, of the podcast is to entertain the listeners. We want this to be fun. And some of the comments that I've really liked the most is where people said, like, it felt like they were talking to their closest friends about movies or just about entertainment. And they felt themselves almost answering out to the uh, podcast as they were listening to it. And I thought that was really cool. That's, That's actually my complete goal. That's yep. what I want to accomplish with yep. this. I want it to just be warm, personal, funny, and just entertaining. Um, anyway, so I really appreciate that. Um, and, uh, please, you know, send, send the feedback in. We do have the email, uh, Danny, who's the producer. She, she always, um, pitches it at the end. So please write us with your feedback and your ideas. Um, Okay, another thing I was just going to do real quick is uh, quite a lot of people have asked, like, hey, can you tell us which films are coming up? You know, yeah. I mean, I don't do reviews on every single movie because I don't watch every single movie and I don't particularly want to fall into that kind of niche. Right. Um, but obviously I, I, I have a lot of knowledge and I, I keep track of everything that comes out. So um, since there was quite a bit of demand for, hey, what's coming out? What, what should we watch between now and the end of the year? I thought I would just highlight some of the uh, the key movies that I would recommend going out to the theater to see it, which I certainly will be lining up to watch. Um, I think that would be fun, right? Yeah, People fabulous. would like that. Do it. Okay, good. So November 3rd for Ragnarok. Uh, to me, that just looks super fun. You know, uh, I love the other two. Yanni loves Chris Hemsworth. He's a sucker for him.
0: <laughs> He's at the top of my list.
1: Yeah. Anyway, it looks so fun. Also, I love the feel of that oh, trailer. There's quite a bit of buzz. So. I
0: love the other two. They are brilliant, entertaining yeah. films.
1: Yeah. So that's November 3rd. I definitely uh, would recommend that. Uh, November 10th is Murder on the Orient Express. Uh, and I have mixed feelings. I don't know. The cast is exceptional. Amazing. It's directed by Kenneth Brenner. Um, the trailer looks cool, but there just hasn't been much buzz, which has been kind of odd, right?
0: Yeah, it is a little odd. I'm, I'm hoping it's one that's going to sort of surprise everyone yeah. a bit like Drive, because that didn't have a lot of buzz.
1: Yeah, well, that was a total indie movie. This is right. a huge budget, huge cast. Yeah,
0: that's true. Um,
1: but anyway, I, I may or may not see it. Uh, but
0: I'll probably the, see that. It's yeah, my kind of Yeah, with the film. lineup
1: right now, that's probably a good one that people should see. Uh, November 17th, I mean, I'm a hardcore diehard comic fan to the end of time. So Justice League comes out November 17th. Again, to me, I... I obviously, I'm on the fence, um, but it looks super fun. So I know you, you're not a huge fan of that. We'll but see. Uh, yeah.
0: I, I, again, loved Wonder Woman. Love, uh, you know... Um, I, I, I'm hit or miss, so yeah. I, definitely...
1: Yeah, Yeah. so that's November 17th and November 22nd, which is one of the only kind of like prestige movies I have on my list is The Darkest Hour. That's the one I told you about with uh, Gary Oldman playing Winston Churchill. Absolutely. Looks phenomenal. And apparently he's just like the shoe in for best actor. He's the one to beat and God damn it, he deserves it. So um, I'll probably definitely see that. That comes out November 27th. And then for December, um, December 1st is The Disaster Artist. So again, that's kind of a little um, kind of indie movie. James Franco playing Tommy Wizzu, um, who's the guy who made Room or The Room, which is like known as the, the worst, best movie ever made or the best, worst movie ever made. Right. Um, it looks pretty cool. You know, I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. That's from the trailer in the film. Yanni look is like looking at me like, what are you doing? But that's the whole point. <laughs> anyway, it's phenomenal. Um, December 8th, uh, The Shape of Water. You probably haven't even no. heard of this. It's uh, Guillermo del Toro, okay. the guy who did Pan's Labyrinth. Um, Danny, my producer, is shaking because she's impressed that I pronounced the name right. <laughs> um Anyway, he did Hellboy, Pan's Labyrinth. This film is getting incredible buzz and it looks really cool. What's it's,
0: the premise at it all? It's
1: Sally Hawkins, who's this kind of quirky British actress who I, I've seen her in a few things. But it's like a fantasy where there's like this kind of creature from the you know Blue oh. Lagoon kind of guy being kept in a laboratory and like this weird love relationship between them or something. I don't know. It looks fascinating. Cool. Um December 15th Star Wars The Last Jedi. So that's the most important day of, course. of this entire year. Of course. So <laughs> um anyway we will be
0: having a celebration that you day. You saw the
1: last trailer that came out, right? Oh
0: my god. I watched that
1: trailer <gasps> about 20 times in the first 2 days literally. I believe it. And I was You're online such I was online for 4 hours to book tickets and i mean i think all the star wars nerds almost crashed the internet
0: oh yeah yeah. I remember you were texting me and I'm like, get us good seats, get us good <sighs> seats. And he just couldn't. And then finally he came through.
1: Well, what happened was there was a wait. And then as soon as you would go through, then you would select seats yeah. and two things. Crushed, would happen. Right? Well, either one, the seats were shit. And I was like, right. Right. you know, so then I'd have to do it again. Or two, it would freeze and crash. <laughs> I and mean, it took four hours, but I have them. So that's good. No, I'm sure I'll see it multiple times. Um okay good and then the last one again this is weird there hasn't been a lot of buzz but a trailer came out a few months ago and it looks quite good it's called the greatest showman it's a hugh jackman film
0: oh um, oh yeah that no. comes out
1: on christmas day December good. 25th it does it looks good so um anyway those are the ones i'm just highlighting cool. If anyone's looking for you know what to go see in the theater those are kind of like the bigger movies i would recommend that are on my radar definitely okay all right. Anyway, so I'll keep doing that um, on future episodes, kind of as a little intro, if if the listeners like that and want that. Um, but moving right along, um, you know, what's worked I think quite well is we we take a theme, we take a topic, and then we kind of just go off on it each episode, and I've like I've enjoyed that. Yeah, it's. Been fun. Um, so tonight, what I want to do is I want to do hidden gems. Okay, and I have kind of a definition gonna for that. We're going
0: to talk about jewelry? What? No,
1: hidden gems, like <laughs> movies that are hidden gems. I'm actually really excited to talk about this. So I'm not talking about like a cult movie. Right. Or I'm not talking about a movie that is really bad, but people seem to like it. I'm talking about a great movie, you know, and almost all of them will be like critically acclaimed. Maybe not uh, all of them, mm. but most of them were. But really, it's just a movie that is an excellent piece of filmmaking but for whatever reason it just got kind of lost with time and Mm. forgotten about not a lot of people have seen them or most people haven't heard of them at all right um and that's what i call a hidden gem here do you have something to add to that
0: yeah no i was just thinking about my list and there was a couple that are on the fence of that but you know they're they're probably not quite as defined or critically acclaimed as yours and
1: that's okay so really what i think this will be kind of interesting and really useful for people is movies they just haven't heard of that they should absolutely watch.
0: Yeah, guys, get out your pen and paper right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious because this is the last time we did classics. I've literally been working down a list and it's been really useful. Yeah, well, so there you go. I'm, take I'm, note.
1: I'm glad I'm doing a public service. <laughs> um, so now some of these films you know, have been promoted by people from word of mouth that some of them you'll, you'll know. Okay. Um, but quite a lot of them, I think you won't, which will kind of highlight the whole point of this.
0: Cool.
1: Let's okay. All right, good. So uh, again, I'll go through mine. We'll kind of talk about them. And then when I'm done, you'll fill in any that um, sure. I left out. Does that sound good? Yeah,
0: perfect.
1: Okay, good. So again, uh, this film is well known, but I absolutely consider it a hidden gem, which is Magnolia. It came out in like 1999. It was Paul Thomas Anderson. So he hit it big time with Boogie Nights, which Mm -hmm. was his big acclaimed film. And then he did this movie called Magnolia, which is like a three hour opus magnus with an incredible cast tom cruise who gives his you know finest performance i think ever Stella. he's in it for 20 minutes which was very unusual for tom cruise who was especially then he was like the biggest actor in the world box office everything i mean his movies were just huge um and it's a very weird film about connection and you know um happenstance and things like that um I know a lot of my friends know about this movie from me. Correct. Because is that how you know about it? Yeah,
0: I hadn't seen it. um, And you were very upset that I told you this. (laughs) (laughs) And then about five years ago, I watched it because you told me to. And I thought it was brilliant. And you liked it? I loved it,
1: yeah. Yeah, so look, I know this film is a lot to chew. It's got like oh, yeah. nine or ten characters. It's really trippy and weird. Yeah. To me, it's an absolute masterpiece. Um, so, it, I mean, it made no money at the box office. It was critically acclaimed, but it just kind of... I consider it has fallen on the radar because so many people don't know about it. Yeah. Um, and also, I will say this. I think... You know, Tom Cruise is phenomenal. He really is in this movie. Um, But I know a lot of people only know it as, oh, that's the film where Tom Cruise was really good in it. The truth Mm. is, everyone is great in this film. Julianne Moore, William Mm -hmm. H. Macy. um, What's his name? John C. Riley is heartbreaking and phenomenal in this. as like a clumsy cop. Um, Philip Seymour Hoffman. I mean, the cast is fantastic. So I I won't go into a whole review on it, but... um, I think this film is an absolute hidden gem and I think it should be seen by everyone. It's just phenomenal. Okay, so this is another one that, again, is probably a little on the fence, but it's one of my favorite films. it would probably make my top 20, top 50 movie list of all time, which is Garden State with Zach Mm. Brath. Um, Because again, so many people I speak to have never heard of it, mm. you know. Um, have you seen Garden State?
0: Yeah, I did. Um, Chelsea loves that movie. It's one of her favorite movies, one and of your she friends. yeah, she one of my friends, and she got me to watch it, and it uh, it didn't quite resonate that's okay. with me, yeah, that's honestly. Okay.
1: So I love this film. I love it. And so many people don't know about it. And I've introduced a lot of people to it. Um, To me, it's Zach Braff's finest film. He wrote it. He directed it. He starred in it. He won a Grammy for the music soundtrack. And Natalie Portman also gives just one of her finest performances. She's so endearing and quirky in it. Uh, And, I mean, the Shins basically have Zach Braff to thank for uh, making them famous, the the band. You know, because he... Brought them into the big big time by saying that they would change his life. You know, that's what Natalie Portman says. That's like, right. they're, they're going to change your life. And he makes them, uh, him listen to uh, The Shin. So, uh, anyway, I love that movie. It's cool. it's fantastic. Um, okay, this is another one. You'll probably agree with me. This is Stranger Than Fiction. It's a Will Ferrell movie.
0: That was
1: awesome. It, oh, my God. It's such a great film. And again, it just Again, you of, got me to see that. Yeah, see? And it just fell under the radar. It's, you know... I don't know, I guess people thought Will Ferrell was just trying to do the kind of Jim Carrey thing. Where Give a little bit of a synopsis stick. on
0: that one because that's really I, interesting. I will.
1: But like where, you know, Will Ferrell's just a slapstick kind of comedian yeah. and then he kind of did a few movies where he tried to do more dramatic mm. and then that kind of didn't work so now he's back to doing the slapstick thing. But Stranger Than Fiction was just a perfect example of you know, he really can act. And the story is beautiful as well. You know, like I think some of Jim Carrey's finest movies were dramatic ones like The Truman Show and uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so Stranger Than Fiction, I mean, again, it's very wacky. It's very trippy. Um, He's like an insurance agent. Mm -hmm. You know, Will Ferrell plays this guy. He's very humdrum life, uh, very kind of banal existence. He wakes up every day and he has the same routine, goes to work, same routine. And basically he discovers that his life is a book being written and he's a character in a book being written by Emma Thompson so fascinating and that's the whole purpose of the film and it's Anyway, it's just a really beautiful film. Um, His performance is very understated in it, but he's great in it. But the film itself is phenomenal. And I highly recommend Stranger Than Fiction. And Emma
0: Thompson's just amazing anyway. Emma Thompson's
1: fantastic in it. And then um, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal's sister is, oh, she's lovely in this film, Maggie Gyllenhaal. She's really good in it. Dustin Hoffman's Mm. in it. Queen Latifah is in it. (laughs) it. It's a really, it's just a great film. Okay, I made you watch this one as well. Just last year. I love this movie, the next one on my list, and I cannot believe people don't know it. Gross Point Blank, the John Cusack film. Oh, yeah, where he's the hitman. brilliant. Hit yeah. yeah, mini driver. So he plays like a, a hitman yeah. who basically goes to his 10-year high school reunion that's right. <laughs> back in his hometown. Brilliant you know? film. Yeah, and everyone asks him, hey, you know, where are you being? What do you do? He's like professional hitman. They're like, cool, dude. They all think he's <laughs> kidding, but that's actually what he is. Yeah. Uh, that film is phenomenal again that the music so, soundtrack yeah. is great john cusack is at his best uh mini driver is sublime in that yeah, movie she's awesome around the same time as good will hunting and you know i mean she, uh, talk about a great actress who you know i love her and she's done okay on tv but she really hasn't had the career she deserved i agree um but that film and also that film mixes like dark comedy uh action violence and real like emotion it's got totally. some really uh you know like heavy scenes in it but um oh i love that movie remember i made you guys watch it and you guys so were good. like i've never heard of yeah, this never
0: heard of it and no again idea. yeah
1: so that was kind of the inspiration for doing this episode because it happens all the time where there are films that i love gross point blank i probably watch actually all the ones i've said so far i probably watch once a year at least yeah i know a lot of my friends are like what i've never even heard of this movie what is it um, anyway, that's a great film, right? Dan Aykroyd's in it as that's well. Right. It's just, it's a really great film. All right. Um, Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou is my next one. So that's one of Wes Anderson's films oh. that is less known. Oh. You know, he did Rushmore, Royal Tenenbaums, yeah. Grand The Best Hotel, Moonrise Kingdom. I love his films. Um, his films are phenomenal. And this one just kind of went under the radar. Funnily enough, it's my favorite Wes Anderson movie. Wow. I I don't know why it's got it's a, again, it's an oddball film where they're these like deep sea explorers and the cast is fantastic. It's led by Bill Murray. Oh. And it's got Owen Wilson in it as well. And again, the themes of comedy, but with real drama and emotion, this film takes surprising turns. Oh, cool. um, and it's got this whole soundtrack, which is David Bowie songs um, in French. It's oh really God. weird. Yeah. I, I love this I, movie. I had
0: never heard of that. I'd yeah. love to see it. Yeah.
1: So it's a fantastic, it's my personal favorite Wes Anderson film. I definitely recommend it. All right. And again, you've probably, so a lot of these you're probably not going to have heard of, which I guess is going to kind of really bring yep. the point yep. <laughs> to the table that I'm uh, bringing up here. They're kind of, they're hidden gems, you know, um, a history of violence is next. Have you heard of that film?
0: Uh, you've either, you own it, right? Oh
1: yeah, and I've okay, seen it many, so, many times. Uh,
0: remind me of the plot because so, you may have had me watch it.
1: So, History of Violence is Viggo Mortensen, and oh, then it, no, was, yeah. uh, it was a Maria Bello. I think it was one of her first big breakout roles. Um, uh, it's a very heavy film. I think it's um, David Cronenberg, um, but it's just this small town, you know, guy who gets caught in this like violent act. And it kind of changes the course of his life forever. But the acting is superb. It's very hyper-violent, but it's phenomenal. It's such a phenomenal movie. And it just, and again, so I remember this film was absolutely critically acclaimed, but it just got forgotten. And now most people just don't know about it. History of violence. Check it out. It's a beautiful film. It's very violent, so it's not for everyone. Um, But it's not like your wham-bam action movie. It's just, you know, when it's violent, it's violent. I don't know if you're familiar with David Cronenberg, but he kind of does some twisted movies. He did The Fly and films like that. Um, Okay, let's see. Kiss, Kiss, Bang, Bang.
0: Love. So you've seen that. Love that
1: film. So that might not be considered a hidden gem because, well, I think it is because here's the thing. Mm,
0: A lot of people know that, though. Well, that's
1: what I'm saying. I think from word of mouth because it made no money. Uh, you know, it didn't get a proper broad release. You know, but I, and Iron Man's really what put Robert Downey Jr. on the map. But kind of before that, a lot of people now consider his first comeback was really Kiss Kiss Bang Bang because oh, that good. film is fantastic with him and so Val Kilmer, fun. who plays this gay detective, yeah. and then Robert Downey Jr. is basically a small time crook who you know accidentally gets caught up in acting and then kind of becomes like an assistant detective with that's Val right. Kilmer and Michelle Monaghan. That's one of her first breakout roles she's beautiful in that film great movie and again it's a very it's um i think that's written by shane black it might even be directed by shane black he did iron man three he wrote all the lethal weapon movies anyway kiss kiss bang bang phenomenal movie so
0: much fun i think it's a hidden we just watched down. that last year
1: yeah we did yeah. actually most uh, half of the ones i've mentioned yeah. we watched i had you watch in yeah. the last year um, Into the Wild. I think I made you watch that as well with I, Emile Hirsch. I
0: loved it. I mean, it's obviously, it's, yeah, it's, so it's, it's, a it's very, not a happy film, but yeah. it's a brilliant film.
1: Yeah, so Into the Wild was directed by Sean Penn. That's right. Um, Eddie Vedder of um, Pearl Jam wrote all the songs. He did the soundtrack. And Emile, was amazing. Yeah, and Emile Hirsch stars in it. And he star- it's a true story of Christopher McCandless who is this guy, uh, the story is so beautiful, but yeah, Uh very tragic. This guy um, was in his mid-twenties, came from a well-to-do family, was quite rich and very successful, very smart, and he just cut up all his credit cards, you know, dumped his car, forego all his possessions, and he just went off into the the wild and lived for like two years as a homeless person and went to Alaska. And Yeah, anyway, I mean... I won't go into the, the plot details, but, you know, it didn't end particularly well. But it's a beautiful, beautiful little film. film. Yeah. Beautiful little film, which, again, it's just kind of gotten forgotten. And Emil Hirsch was an actor who, like, when I saw that film, I was like, God, this kid is incredible. Yeah. He's going to go places. And he kind of didn't. Just it just It was weird. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and it's got a, a great supporting cast, but really, it's front and center. Actually, Kristen Stewart pre Twilight right. has a very small role in it, and she's very good in that film. Yeah. Actually,
0: yeah.
1: Um, anyway, I, I love Into the Wild. I highly recommend that, and it's so interesting that Sean Penn actually directed it. Yeah. Okay, Risk Cutters, a love story.
0: No idea. You haven't. No. I haven't made you
1: watch that yet. No. Oh God. See this. This episode is going to be educational and very <laughs> much needed. No. Okay, so Risk Cutters, a love story. Again, this film just came out of nowhere. I found it on accident. You know, it's with uh, Patrick Fugit. The How kid, old? 10, 15 okay. years. It's with Patrick Fugit, the kid from uh, Almost Famous. Okay. And then it's got Shannon Sossaman, the girl from For, uh, A Night's Tale with Kay. Heath Ledger. Yep. It's a weird little movie. Um, where basically um, people who commit suicide go to this like alternate universe where they kind of get stuck. How odd. Yeah, it's really weird. And the whole film, the tone, the color is bleak and depressing. No one smiles until right at the end, there's just this beautiful frame.
0: Mm. And yet
1: it's so such a powerful little film. And uh, I don't know if you know Gorgo Badella. Do you know mm. who that is? Mm-mm. It's like this like steampunk kind of oh, okay. hungarian like <laughs> rock star i, I don't know, even know russian maybe um and anyway, he does a lot of the songs and the soundtrack for it it's such a weird little film it's a romance it's a romance movie and it's actually ultimately beautiful but it's it's a very weird little independent movie and this is probably completely unknown i bet wow. most people have never yeah. heard of risk Cutter's a love story and yes it sounds morbid it's a beautiful film. Cool. You you, uh, you should absolutely watch that with us. I will. I, I I love it. Okay, the assassination of Jesse James by the coward Robert Ford. That's Brad Pitt, and that was Casey Affleck's kind of. Uh, he got an Oscar nomination for it. The no title idea. is ridiculous. It's yeah. so long. It's a really slow, moody western set piece it's a phenomenal movie cool it's a beautiful film i won't say much more on that one but it's again it just kind of fell under the radar and got forgotten Mm. okay so you just watched this half nelson that was one of the films that inspired me to do this list because um that's a A Ryan Gosling movie that came out before he was Ryan Gosling. (laughs) Do that Um, again, Ryan Gosling. (laughs) And it's the first film I ever saw of his. It came out in the early two thousands, and I was like, "Wow, who is this guy?" It so this is a depressing movie about drug addiction and this kind of odd but beautiful relationship he um, has with a one of his students. Uh, he's a teacher um but it's such a powerful movie anyway so I just had you watch it so I'm gonna let you say something about that
0: oh man um yeah so he warned me that it wasn't like a happy-go-lucky yeah it's (laughs) not a feel-good movie so don't watch it if you obviously um with that in mind it's but it's an incredible film it reminded me a lot of the same kind of relationship as that film lead on me that i love with morgan freeman right. because it has that beautiful relationship between two people from almost not different worlds but who get into each other's lives form a connection right. a and help each and other yeah. yeah and it's on un- uh, like an unprecedented relationship right and his acting oh my gosh right. it was
1: oh that's the thing i mean the film is good um, but it's elevated by yeah. Ryan Gosling's performance. I think he is Spectacular. phenomenal. And, yeah. and the girl, oh, the student, yeah. is, is really good too. And, yeah. I mean, Anthony Mackey is in this film yeah. as well. Um, but, it, I mean, it, it's a showpiece for Ryan Gosling. Yeah. And thank God Ryan Gosling has continued to you know Absolutely. go where he's gone. So um, I, I think we're going to see a lot more from him. I think he could be, like, you know, the next Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, yeah. I really do think that. Um, anyway so I highly recommend Half Nelson I, I just saw it again and, and the reason why it had a, a bigger impact on me as well is I had seen it a lot when it came out and then for whatever reason I'd actually forgotten about it and I hadn't watched it in several years Right. and then I just watched it again so I watched it again last week and I, it blew me away and it's yeah. kind of why I had the inspiration to this episode and then I made Yenny and another one of our friends watch it again the next day so I watched so it good. twice with them within 24 hours and I loved it both times
0: I do rec- Recommend watching a romantic comedy afterwards which is what we did
1: oh yeah we watched the wedding singer afterwards
0: <laughs> It's a really beautiful uh, yeah. it's a good way to do it but yeah definitely watch that movie
1: yeah. okay good this is gonna be funny to a lot of people but i'm putting it on here damn it because okay. i freaking love this movie oh, gosh. jay and silent bob strikes back
0: okay hidden gem really tony oh,
1: absolutely come Let, on can i tell you why okay how do you know that movie from me
0: uh, no, um, back in the day when I watched Rats, I got into okay. those movies. Well, a
1: lot of people don't know all of Kevin Smith's movies. And trust me, Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back is like one of his least known films.
0: I'll be honest, I didn't even watch the whole thing. Yeah, Well, there you go. So <laughs> I've
1: seen it 50 times. I actually think it's one of the funniest films I've ever seen. Okay. It would be in okay. my top 10 list of funniest movies of I'll all time. It. And it actually probably does have... That, you know, Danny made a really good point in one of the earlier episodes about when you watch a film in a specific time in your life. Yeah. You know, and I don't know. That the nostalgic
0: just has, factor. Yeah.
1: I don't know that it just has to be a specific age, but I think it could be the time, the place or, you know, what was going on. Yeah. And that's when I saw that film at, at a specific time when I, I had just come to America. Because mm-hmm. I think this came out in like 2001. Yeah you know, and the soundtrack and the comedy and the whole way it was put together. And I already loved Kevin Smith and his movies. Actually, I did. And I saw this and I just thought it was the best thing since sliced cheese. And I've seen it like (laughs) the the reason I love it so much is every time I watch it, I love it. And I always laugh at the same things. I'll give it to you. I'm going to say it's a hidden gem just because... People need to check out Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back. It's such a great, you know, film, and it's one of Kevin Smith's best.
0: I will watch it.
1: <laughs> you, yeah, you should watch it with me. Now, again, I know it. Look, it's it's got all the Kevin Smith traits of toilet humor, but it's got heart too. You say
0: that like uh, I don't like his toilet humor. I actually find it extremely funny. Well, then flunk for not seeing this.
1: <laughs> no, it's great. Okay, I think I've mentioned this one to you, um, but I don't think you've seen it yet. Which is Twenty Fifth Hour.
0: It's on my list, okay. yeah.
1: So this is Edward Norton. He I love is, Edward Norton. Oh, He is amazing in this film. What it's about is he's a drug dealer and he um, gets arrested for possession and he's about to go to jail and the film is basically all about the last, you know, day he has before he's going to jail and him wow. reflecting on his life. Philip Seymour Hoffman's in it. That's he's amazing. phenomenal. Um, Barry Pepper is in it. Okay. um who was like the sniper from Saving Private Ryan. This is one of the best performances I've ever seen from Barry Pepper. He is so good in this film. He plays his awesome. best friend um Anna Paquin from um yeah. The Vampire True Blood. She's in this as well. Uh oh it's it's such a good film. It came out right after 9/11. Ah uh. And that's kind of where I think it just kind of got swept under the rug. It's a hidden gem. It's such a a well-acted film. Very well done. Um, Okay, this next film blew me away when I watched it. And I actually want to watch it again because it's been a few years. Apocalypto. Have you ever seen that? Mel Gibson directed it?
0: Um, no, that was one I've heard about many times, but that's also a war movie, right?
1: It's not a war movie, oh. but it's extremely graphic and violent. It's. About, I can handle
0: graphic and violent.
1: It's about the Mayan civilization. Oh. Um, and here's what blew me away about this movie. Mel Gibson directed it, and the direction is phenomenal. Aside from that, every single actor he uses in it is not American or English. I think they're all of whatever descent or nationality, but they're all foreign. It transports you into that Mayan civilization in the world. When I watched it, I felt transported like I was in that civilization. It was so realistic. The acting, the characters, you know, they're all unknown names. That film is phenomenal. It's very brutal, but it's a phenomenal movie. And it's just being kind of forgotten. And someone told me about it, um, like... Uh, maybe six seven years ago and when i was in hawaii actually someone introduced me to me like you've got to see apocalypto i was like really i remember that film coming out but just kind of went under the rug and he's like oh you have to see this film and i watched it and i was transfixed and i've seen it maybe three or four times since then but it's been a few years so we should watch that
0: okay okay good
1: so this is the other film the next one on my list um, doubling up with half Nelson, which is why I said, okay, I'm going to do a hidden gems, Lords of Dogtown. Okay. Um, so, I mean, I, I, you know, I'm a Brit, I'm a British kid, but you know, the, the whole skateboard craze, you know, obviously it did go across the pond in England. And, you know, when I was probably, especially when I was like nine to 12, 13, I was really into skateboarding. Um, so you have what were called the, you know, the, uh, It's called, this film's called uh, Lords of Dogtown, and it was the Dogtown and Z Boys. And it was basically like Steve Peralta and, um, you know, uh, Jay Adams and uh, Tony Alva, who were like the the big kind of guys who kind of brought skateboarding to the mainstream as a big sport and made it really popular in America, but then obviously internationally. Um, So this film, Lords of Dogtown, is basically about them as kids and how that whole the whole skateboarding you know, craze uh, grew. Now, okay, I know awesome. that probably doesn't sound so interesting to you, but... Oh, uh, no, I used it's, to... <laughs> it's a really fantastic film. The acting is fantastic. Emile Hirsch is in this oh, film awesome. as well. He plays Jay Adams. Jay Adams, unfortunately, died of a drug overdose. Oh, no. And he's someone who spent a lot of time in jail and he was like the really crazy one. Um, but he's phenomenal in it. Heath Ledger's in this film. Oh, wow. He's fantastic in it. He plays kind of this guy who owned a surf... Shop who actually had the idea to put them together as a team and start competing and contests and made their original boards and formed the team um but then as they got really popular they all broke away but i just saw it again um a few weeks ago and it was the first time i'd seen it in many years and i was like man this film is
0: fantastic oh wow and it
1: just fell under the radar it's really weird you've never heard of it right or from me just from you okay
0: you brought it up in one of the previous oh, yeah. ones. Yeah?
1: <laughs> anyway, Lords of Dogtown. Highly recommend it. Okay, you know about this one, but this is absolutely a hidden gem. The Skeleton Twins. Oh,
0: yeah. That, so this
1: is, yeah. This I mean,
0: I, I liked the film. I didn't love it.
1: So I, I loved it. And here's what's funny. I loved it, but I've only seen it twice. Right. And it's a very heavy it's movie very heavy. at times. Yeah. It's a comedy, but a dark comedy very that dark. deals with <laughs> tough, themes yeah Um, the reason why for me as you know that um i love it so much is it's got this wonderful scene with um you know that song by starship nothing's gonna stop us now oh yeah Um, you know where so it's um what's her name um it's kristen wig and bill hader Um, who are brother and sister he's gay in it he is phenomenal in this film by the way Bill Hader is amazing in this movie such a great performance and I was Um, impressed
0: with Kristen Wiig because I've only ever seen her comedically and she was excellent
1: she was really good in this yeah but anyway there's this wonderful scene where they lip sync dance and sing to nothing's gonna stop us now and for our wedding Danny and I were rehearsing doing that whole thing as our wedding dance and then she chickened out because there was so much going on Um, but you know as alcohol flowed at the end of the night as the last song before the dj ended <laughs> we you know just spontaneously did that dance and it was really funny um that's awesome but i, I highly recommend the skeleton twins and again you're right it's, it's not heavy. a film that you can necessarily watch over and over again because it's very dark subject matter but it's it's a great film. it is good it's yeah. really good okay let's see what else i got here um the illusionist um,
0: uh, that was going on my list. Oh yeah, well, <laughs> I it love came that out film. The same time as the
1: uh, um, the Prestige, yes, which was the Christopher Nolan one with Hugh Jackman, Christian yeah. Bale. I don't like that movie as much. is not that great? I actually love The Illusionist, which is Edward Norton. Yeah. And look, she's beautiful. Don't get me wrong, but it's actually the only film with uh, Jessica Biel mm. I've seen where I thought she was actually genuinely good in it in terms of acting. Yeah. I don't mean to be mean, but I just don't. I mean, she's no, gorgeous. No, it's a performance. But
0: it's cool. an actual performance.
1: Right. And I've never really liked her in anything else. She just kind of seems yeah. very one note. She's yeah. great in this film. She's beguiling. She's beautiful. And yeah. she does does the role very well. Um, and Paul Giamatti is phenomenal in this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's, it's like a magician, you know, type, um, movie, kind of like the prestige, you know, and it's got a great twist and so on, but uh, I, I definitely recommend that. So you like that movie? Brilliant movie. Yeah. yeah.
0: Really good. Okay, good. Fun.
1: 12 Monkeys. I'm putting that. Have you seen that? Brand Yeah, Pitt, of course. Um, uh, I thought Willis. that would
0: be more of, almost, it was, I mean, when I Googled classics, it was definitely on the classics list. 12 Monkeys? Yeah, really? big wow. time. Um, on every list that I looked at.
1: So the last time I watched it, we did a movie night like two years ago. I don't know if you were there or not. It was a bunch of people That's who when I saw it. it. <laughs> okay. And nearly everyone had never heard of it. Ah. So that's why I put it down as Hidden Gems. They think they were like I've never heard of this movie, oh. you know. Um, now when it came out, yeah, when it came out, it was actually quite popular because Brad Pitt got his first Oscar nomination for it. Right. Um, it is a mindfuck of a movie. It's a really trippy movie, um, uh, but it's phenomenal. I I love Twelve Monkeys. I absolutely love it, um, and it's uh, directed by Telly Gilliam, the, one of the Monty Python crew, <laughs> which is kind of interesting. And Madeline Stowe's in it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so I highly recommend that. Okay, here's a British movie that um, you've probably never heard of, but it's it's a f- fantastic flick. It's called 24 Hour Party People. You no, ever heard of that? No. It's with Steve Coogan. Um, he plays... a with Steve Coogan? He, Steve Coogan. He's from Tropic Thunder, British guy with curly hair. Oh, of course. Um, sorry. You did the trip. No, it's okay. You have to be sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I should um, know. Anyway, he plays a guy called Tony Wilson, who is uh, the founder of Factory Records, which was... Uh, that's what started the whole Brit pop scene in um manchester england oh cool joy division new order um i think uh happy mondays um uh, stone roses um anyway a lot of a lot of bands um that were really big um and like the 80s and 90s and uh it's a great film It's, it's it's great biopic about his life and it's a great music film Um, I love it it's a British film and Steve Coogan's fantastic in it
0: okay awesome
1: Um, so I I highly recommend that it's a 24 hour party people Uh, let's see uh, Big Fish you've seen Big Fish no remember um, oh you haven't seen Big Fish
0: isn't that uh, subtitled
1: no no Big Fish is Tim Burton
0: why have I not seen that film?
1: it's Tim Burton it's Ewan McGregor and it's a whole fantasy film it's basically a film about making up tall tales you why know and I stories you know that? you know so like odd. when you say i caught a fish and yeah. it was this big you know listeners you can't see but i'm extending my <laughs> arms to show how big the fish is you know yeah. i.e. you're lying yeah um it's a beautiful film oh, um it's a Tim Burton film well that's why you haven't seen it because it kind of just fell it's under it's the radar. collection i know i because it it just got lost with time which is why i'm doing this uh episode um it has one of the most moving finales you will ever watch Mm. it's so emotional it's beautiful it was actually one of my favorite endings uh, for almost like five ten years and then probably some other films you know hit me more emotionally but it's still fantastic um and and I will say this I've seen it a few times and I think overall as a film it probably hasn't stood the test of time as Mm. well may seem a little tacky at times I still enjoy it but the ending always gets me Cool. Uh, it's got Albert Finney in it as well. Um, it, it's a great film. I absolutely uh, love Big Fish and I recommend it. Cool. Um, Three Kings is another great movie. That's, that's a great kind film. Of, it's a war film, but it's kind of a dark comedy with Ice Cube, Mark I loved Wahlberg, it. George Clooney. So one of David O. Russell's kind of early film before he became again this big prestige Oscar director. That's a great film. Yeah, um, you know, that did
0: go kind of under absolutely. swept under, didn't
1: it? And it's got, which I thought was so weird, it's got Spike Jones in it. Who he's a guy who directed um, like a lot of weird movies, oh, okay. and he's an actor. He's Mark, one of like Mark Wahlberg's friends oh. in in the film, which was kind of weird. Um, Anyway, that's a great film. All right. You might laugh at this one, but I just watched it a a month or so ago and I I was really surprised how much I enjoyed it, which is Young Guns 2. Okay. Okay. So Young Guns is quite popular. It's kind of one of those 80s Brat Pack films with Charlie Sheen, Emilio Estevez, Kiefer Sutherland, Lou Diamond Phillips. And it's just about a bunch of like young kind of, you know, hot cowboys, you know, but actually it's the story of, of Billy the Kid. Yeah. Um, Young Guns 2 I was surprised how good the film is and it actually has a real storyline that has depth which is about this guy in real life who like in the the 50s or something came out to the public saying he was Billy the Kid and he was still alive and it's kind of an account of that Um, and then of course John Bon Jovi did that insanely addictive soundtrack you know Going down in a blaze of glory. Oh, uh, that I, was for I, that. I, I can't sing, but <laughs> yeah. Oh, he does a whole soundtrack inspired by the movie, which was like the soundtrack of my youth for like six months to totally. a year. You know, back then, I mean, John Bon Jovi in nineteen ninety.
0: He was oh. like hot stuff, you know. Even in the, I remember two thousand it was what two thousand two or two thousand three. Jules was at a concert and she was holding up the phone oh, for really? John Bon Jovi <laughs> for me. It was oh like my God. favorite person. That's so
1: funny. Anyway, yeah, he does a he does a whole soundtrack, which is actually a great soundtrack. Um, I was just surprised how much I loved the movie, and I had totally forgotten about it. Cool. So that's why I put it on this list because sometimes. A lot of the sequels just are so bad, you forget about them. This one was as good, maybe even better. Um, I really liked it. Um, following kind of in line with that is Gremlins 2. Oh,
0: wow.
1: So Gremlins is kind of a classic. Yeah. You know, that film was quite dark. Gremlins 2, they just went, fuck it. Let's have fun. As a matter of fact, there's an incredible Key and peel, uh sketch. You oh, know, really? Remember Key and Peele? Yeah, of course. They do this incredible sketch about the writers in, like, the idea room and how they came up with the oh. idea for Gremlins 2. Have you seen <laughs> Gremlins 2? No. Yeah, I can tell from your I'm reaction. Like, that you like, Okay, so Gremlins 2 is totally slapstick. Kay. It's completely batshit crazy. It's just fun. Um. And it literally has, like, a spider gremlin, oh. a smart gremlin, <laughs> a female hot gremlin, a gargoyle gremlin. You know, it's got, like... All these different kinds of gremlins, and they, you know, it's ridiculous. This Kim Peel sketch had me dying on the floor of laughter, of kind of like everyone was just tripping acid and just came up with all these crazy ideas for That's the movie. Awesome. You have to check out that sketch. Definitely. Gremlins 2 is super fun. Okay. It's campy, super fun. But again, when I watched it, again, for many years, I was like, God, I forgot about this movie. And I remember when it came out in the theater, I saw it like five times in the theater i was like a kid i was like 11 or 12 but i loved it It actually had a much bigger impression on me than the <laughs> first one did um so that's why i'm putting it on the list okay cool okay let's see um did you watch predestination with me or was that someone else this is the next one on my list um,
0: well, my wife
1: is waving i know she, i made her watch it but uh, i think it me. was Julie. It's oh. ethan hawke and um it's this australian actress called sarah snook i've never really seen her or anything else this film is a total head trip oh. i'm not even going to go into the storyline because it would be too hard to okay explain no, i but don't
0: i don't think i saw it it's
1: a little independent movie that went straight on on demand i found it on demand just accidentally it is so trippy it has so many twists and turns it makes your brain hurt it's really good it's called predestination okay. i own it ethan hawke and the girl who i haven't seen do much else is phenomenal in it I'm not going to ruin anything else. It's called Predestination. You've got to check that film. out. Oh, here. I will. It's so trippy. Um, do you remember Backbeat, Stephen Dorff, when Stephen Dorff was like a hot was young a super actor?
0: super hottie. I want to say I can, but I don't think, I, I, don't think but, I actually saw it. Okay,
1: good. So again, this is why I'm so excited about doing this list. Do you even know what Backbeat's about? Have you seen the film?
0: Um, no.
1: It's about the fifth Beatle, Stuart Sutcliffe. <gasps> yeah so when the Beatles first started when they went to germany before they broke big there was a fifth Beatle, which was this guy called Stuart sutcliffe who was john lennon's best friend okay and he died he died of like a brain aneurysm or something just before they made it big i'm not doing spoilers because this is a true story um it's a great film it's a fantastic movie the guy who plays john lennon i don't know his name they got someone who actually looked like him and he was really good stefan dwarf who i mean you probably remember him from blade he was the villain in that and you know but he hasn't had a huge career um he's fantastic in this film um it i love this movie and again i discovered it last year after maybe 10 15 years of not watching it i remember watching this movie when i was really young with like a bunch of adults, and this movie is quite raunchy. It's got a lot of <laughs> sex scenes, and we didn't know that. And I remember we were kind of like, <clears throat> me and a bunch of other like young, young lads, like 12, 13, oh, you know, and all the adults were kind of like, because <laughs> <you know, laughs> they, they felt a bit uncomfortable. But yeah. the film is fantastic. It's called Backbeat. I, I own the DVD. It probably doesn't even exist on Blu-ray. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I went, and I, I remember I had to search and find it to buy it after I remembered it. I was like, oh, my God, Backbeat. Wow. Yeah, so it's from like 25 27 years ago. It's an old film. Maybe 20 years ago. Um anyway, let's see. Do you remember Flight of the Navigator?
0: Oh yeah. That's one of my fa- I'm going to so put charming. It,
1: I'm going to put it on this list because it is lesser known. It's true. It, it's a Disney yeah. fantasy film so about a kid who kind of gets lost. Um, He goes missing, quote unquote, but really he gets like picked by this like spaceship and goes on these great adventures. Yeah. Then he comes back and he's the same age, but everyone else's age, you know, it's like 20 years later or something. It's such a beautiful. It's so great. I remember watching that film in the theater um, and I loved it. But again, I I watched it maybe five years ago and I was like, oh my God, I love this movie. So good. You know, it's a great film. I think it's a hidden gem. Um, Okay. I love this film. I think I made you watch it. It's kind of a funny story. Do you remember that?
0: I was gonna, I was gonna put that on my list. Yeah. Oh, well,
1: you know, <laughs> well, I tell you what is funny about that is, I only found this out afterwards. It's directed by the same person who wrote and directed Half Nelson.
0: Oh wow! Yeah,
1: I didn't know that. Um, I love this movie. So good. I, I, it's kind of a funny story. Is a film again. I don't think it got a proper release. I think I found it like on iTunes yeah. or Netflix or something. When I was bored, I was in a hotel room and it blew me away. It's a beautiful film, a beautiful film about this like teenage kid. It's played by a kid called, um, gear Gilchrist, who now is the main lead in the show on Netflix called a typical, which is oh. a really good show. Um, it's also got Zach Galifianakis in it in, I think his best performance. That was he's,
0: really, yeah, impressive. he's quite heartbreaking
1: in this yeah. film. It's not his usual goofy. Yeah. He's got funny parts in it, but, um, his character is quite tragic. Yeah. Basically, they're in like a, a mental institution. Um. Anyway, and it's got Emma. I think Emma Roberts is in it. Um. It's a beautiful little film. Beautiful soundtrack. Yeah. Um. Ultimately, very uplifting. But I, I highly recommend that. Oh, it's, it's so cute. Yeah. It's kind of a funny story. Okay, you've probably never heard of this. Um. The station agent.
0: Nope. Okay. Oh, yes, I have. Oh, you have. Of course. Wait, actually, tell me the story.
1: No, I'm putting you on the spot. Uh, Is this the
0: one that was actually written by uh, somebody we know? No. Oh, never mind.
1: Oh, (laughs) okay. The station agent is with Peter Dinklage.
0: Oh, Um, okay.
1: Yeah, it's this wonderful little film. And he's basically this guy who, like, his best friend dies and he leaves him his, like, station or something. It's just this... Quiet, beautiful little film. Cool. I, I absolutely love it with uh, Peter Dinklage. And actually, I haven't seen it in many years. I'll it was a great it. film. Uh, Brick. Do you ever seen Brick?
0: No, you. that was one you wanted... We were, okay. you know, looking at watching together, but you said it was a bit uh, rough or something. There was a reason no, we didn't it's, watch um,
1: it. Oh, I don't know. It's, it's a weird movie. Oh. It's like a detective film noir set in a high school. Oh, and everyone cool. has their own spoken language. It's not in like normal... English. I don't oh, know wow. how else to describe it. It's uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. It's mm-hmm. one of the first films that made me go, wow, this guy's really a great actor. And actually, it's directed by Rian Johnson, who is the guy who's doing the next Star Wars. Oh, awesome. You know? So um, Brick is fantastic. I've seen it a few times. Um, no, it's not even a heavy movie particularly. It's it's like a, a mystery. It's like this oh, mur- cool. murder mystery set in a high school. Um, it's a great film. Cool. It's really good. Um, and then the next one is also, around the same time, another Joseph Gordon-Levitt film. This is the film that actually made me go, wow, who is Joseph Gordon-Levitt? I think I had seen him in 10 Things I Hate About You. But look, yeah. I'll be honest with yeah, you. When no, I saw that...
0: I, that's not a performance you go, wow, it was, this guy he, is amazing. It was Heath yeah. Ledger. Of you know, course. Even as
1: a guy, yeah. a heterosexual guy, I was like, whoa, who is that dude? Yeah, He's so totally. charismatic. Yeah. You know, Joseph Gordon-Levitt was cute. A in side
0: the, character in that film.
1: Yeah. Mysterious skin is a film um, by this director called uh, Greg Akari. Okay. He does very kind of low budget films uh, and he's very well known in kind of the, you know, the gay, lesbian, bisexual community. Um, his films are actually quite good. Mysterious Skin is a phenomenal film. Cool. Uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt plays basically kind of like a gay gigolo. Um,
0: oh yeah, you mentioned this the other day. Yeah,
1: it, it, it's, a pa- it's a powerful film. It does have some very... Um, you know heavy scenes scenes, very graphic scenes this was the film where i was like holy shit who is this kid he was phenomenal in this movie so um i recommend it just for his acting performance it's a great movie um all right let's see i think i'm almost done here um oh have you seen the frighteners this is a hidden gem, The Frighteners.
0: I want to say I have, but...
1: Well, clearly you haven't.
0: No, it just sounds familiar. <laughs>
1: it's, it's so funny, isn't it? How films like this just get lost. The Frighteners was one of Michael J. Fox's last movies before his... Does he have Parkinson's? Yeah, or, Parkinson's. Yeah, before it really kind of took over. Okay. I mean, God bless that guy. He's such a... Such a great a, man. He's such a hero, though. It's amazing yeah. what he's even accomplished with that. But um, it, it's a film directed by Peter Jackson. Before he was Peter Jackson... <laughs> And it's a horror comedy. And um, Michael J. Fox is basically this guy who's like a ghostbuster. Um, And it's funny. And it's also really spooky. It's a great movie.
0: I think I remember seeing the cover for this, which is why I remember it. Yeah, it's a great movie. Okay, awesome. Yeah, I don't even remember anyone
1: else in the film, apart from Michael J. Fox. And I I always find it kind of unique that... Peter Jackson directed it. Um, it. It's a really good film. I remember watching again last year. And again, it doesn't hold up 100%. But I still enjoyed it. And, I, and, and again, I remember how kind of um, unnerving it was towards the end. It kind of gets dark, you know. Uh, but it's a good movie. Cool. Okay. Hard Candy. Have you seen that?
0: No. My
1: wife is smiling. She loves this movie. This is a messed up movie. Okay. Okay, this is the film... That brought the world Ellen Page before Juno okay. really brought the world Ellen Page. Okay, um, and uh, Patrick Wilson is in this as well. This is a fucked up movie. Okay, <laughs> um, basically about child predators and oh, stuff like wow. that. But uh, it. It's so well done. Okay, It's kind of one of those films that you can't take your eyes off the screen, but you really want to. Right, Uh, It's a twisted film. I'll admit I've probably only seen it maybe three times, but even that's kind of impressive because of the subject matter. Uh, And it's been a few years, um, but it's absolutely a hidden gem. It's phenomenal. And and Ellen Page is amazing in it, and uh, Patrick Wilson is really good in this film. Um, Okay, let's see. Oh, Somewhere. Have you ever heard of that? It's called Somewhere. That's another film with Stefan Dorff. It was kind of like a comeback for no him. It idea. came out maybe eight, nine years ago. And, you know, it was quite well received. And then it just kind of vanished. And it's got a young, um, what's her name? A, a Dakota Fanning sister? Mm-hmm. Ella Fanning. It's got a young Ella Fanning. Um, it's just a movie about this movie star and kind of, you know, he's kind of lost in the Chateau Marmont, you know, and he's kind of trying to, He's contemplating life and reconnecting with his young daughter. It's a really quiet, beautiful little film that just got kind of forgotten. And I remember when it came out, I really liked it and I forgot about it. Then it was on HBO or Netflix and I watched it a couple months ago and I was like, wow, this is beautiful. And I couldn't keep my eyes off the screen. It was really late when I was watching it as well. And I was surprised that I was completely engaged. Mm -hmm. This film is about nothing. (laughs) just this character this this guy wow. but it's kind of a quiet beautiful film cool so I recommend that um, somewhere okay let's see um, alright Man on the Moon with Jim Carrey remember with Jim no I'm not talking about the Reese Witherspoon one. I was like you cannot uh, be
0: talking about no. that's called Man in the Moon yeah okay yeah. there's a
1: film in the 90s called Man on the Moon it's the a bi- like a biopic about Andy Kaufman okay who was this batshit crazy comedian who quite frankly in my opinion was just way ahead of his time. Okay. He messed with the audience. He didn't give a shit. He was so crazy in his antics. Yeah. Um kind of a genius, you know, but um and then he he died quite young and uh jim carrey plays his role um you know that song by rem uh, did you believe they put a man on the moon yeah. Andy had you yeah yeah. this one you can stop you can
0: stop
1: now anyway that song kind of is about andy kaufman oh wow um that film is fantastic and it's another one of those movies that make you really look at jim carrey and go wow he's a great actor you know who else is in this film courtney love oh wow she's really good in it She's great in this film. Actually, that's another hidden gem, The People vs. Larry Flint with uh, Woody Harrelson and Courtney Love, which is about the the guy who created The Hustler magazine. That's a great film too. Um, But anyway, Man on the Moon, I I love this movie. It's a really, it's funny, it's thought-provoking, and it's quite tragic. It's a great movie. Cool. All right, next is Mars Attacks, Tim (laughs) Burton.
0: Well, I I think a lot of people know about that one though. It's
1: one of his most kind of just unknown everyone film. I
0: know knows that film All right, maybe Um, yeah. see, I've there's people I know who film. have never heard
1: of it it's <laughs> such a weird film it's so the weird the cast is incredible I mean Jack Everyone's Nicholson been that Nat- film Natalie Portman uh, Michael J. Fox uh, Pierce Brosnan Glenn Close I mean it goes on and on you know it's um,
0: hysterical and stupid yeah but I love it's it it's amazing
1: yeah I love it yeah it's such a good film alright well I then won't, I won't spend too much time on that one uh, Stardust Remember Stardust? I
0: love Stardust. I love
1: that movie. So that movie is totally under the radar. Oh, it just that's came, a hidden gem for it sure. It just came and went. It's based on Neil Gaiman's book. Neil Gaiman, uh, as a plug, is my favorite author of all time. Incredible, yeah. I think he's an absolute genius. Um, I've read everything he's ever done 20 times over. Sandman, his comic series, is one of the best things ever. And American Gods, which is one of his best books, is currently a TV show on stars. Um, anyway, Stardust was a film made, I don't know, uh, 10, 15 years ago. So with... like
0: exactly when it was. It was two, I think it came out in 2007. Yeah, something like that. Because I, yeah, I had just um, moved and uh, watched it over and over again.
1: You were being careful with your words there, but yeah. that's okay. <laughs> we'll never know. Um, anyway, um, Claire Danes is in it. Uh, a very young Charlie that. Cox uh, before he became Daredevil. Um, he's the guy that, in, oh yeah, my he's the main guy I was
0: always wondering when I was yeah. watching Daredevil where do I know this guy yeah. from
1: yeah that's Charlie that's Cox. amazing Stardust is just a so beautiful good. fantasy Isn't De Niro film. in it Robert De Niro's yeah. like this gay pirate <laughs> Michelle so Pfeiffer good. is in it she's the villain she's the witch
0: yeah it's just a
1: fantasy romp
0: beautiful film
1: um, based on his book Stardust uh, and it, it really is a great film I've seen it many times and it's also directed by Matthew Vaughan who's the guy who did Kick-Ass um, oh. X-Men first class um it's a great movie people need to go watch that you know and you know rent it buy it find it, it it's really good um I am dreaming and wishing and praying that every single Neil Gaiman book gets made into a movie I yes I am you. biased but I am telling you he's no he such writes
0: a, amazing material yeah,
1: he's such a great storyteller um anyway that's one that was done right
0: yeah definitely um,
1: Okay, have you seen United ninety three?
0: No, I, that's on my list too.
1: I, I I'm going to tell you right now. I don't know if you will want to, um, but it's definitely a hidden gem. It's a uh, uh, directed. I mean, of course, by... it's
0: not on a happy subject, obviously. But... It's
1: directed by Paul Greengrass, uh, Green Grass, Green Grass, <laughs> <laughs> who did the uh, the sequels, you know, Born Supremacy and Born oh, okay. Ultimatum. Um, but yeah, it's it's about the plane that crashed in nine eleven in the field, and yeah. you know, obviously, it, the film is based on all the accounts because no one really knows what went down. Yeah. But it, it's ultimately a story of heroism of how they took down the terrorists, and it's the film is so visceral and so realistic that it's v- very disturbing. Yeah, I saw it once, Yanni, and it etched itself in my brain and oh, i've never seen it again i'm
0: never gonna watch it then
1: um because
0: i hate flying as it is
1: right so that's that's the only reason why i'm saying that but it was so brilliantly done okay it but it was devastating I'm sure. um so if you can handle it then i would recommend it united 93 yeah, i think
0: i'll leave that one
1: um Yeah, I'm just going to be honest about that. Moon. That's next on my list. Moon. I love that film. Sam Rockwell.
0: Such a hidden gem. David and I love that film.
1: Do you know who directed that film? No. David Bowie's son.
0: No. Oh my God. David Bowie's
1: son. I'm I'm sorry, I've forgotten his name, but um, he directed that film. It was
0: such a good movie.
1: I mean, Sam Rockwell is one of those
0: so underrated, underappreciated
1: actors um, it, it's just this little, quiet, beautiful science fiction movie where he's just one guy on the moon, and I think Kevin Spacey is the voice of his robot. That's right. Um okay. it's just him. You know, um, I won't say anything else, but oh my God, that so is a good. hidden gem. Yeah, absolutely. Such a beautiful film. Wonderful film. Okay, State of Grace. Have you ever seen that
0: movie? Sounds familiar, I don't and think Gary so. Gary
1: Oldman in one of his most delicious villainous roles, where you love to hate him and you hate to love him uh sean penn uh robin wright is in this that's the film i think where they met and they actually got married um ed harris it's like a mob movie from you know the very early 90s it's a great movie i love that film and that truly is a hidden gem it just fell under the radar um let's see that thing you do the Tom Hanks. Yeah, film. that was
0: good. I remember liking it. Yeah, but,
1: I, I love yeah. it. So my wife loves it, and we've. <laughs> my wife is giving Yenny the. Uh, I just the bad literally evil got eyes. daggers. <laughs> so she <laughs> loves that movie, and the truth is, I actually really do too. Yeah. It's so charming, um, and it's got Liv Tyler in it. It's got a really young Charlize there in I didn't it.
0: I like her in it.
1: Oh, yeah, I, yeah. I did and the main guy I don't even know who he is I've never seen him and actually he plays the husband of Emma Stone at the end of La La Land oh, <laughs> but I don't okay. even know the name of the actor no disrespect to him but you know um but I and that was Tom Hanks he directed that film I really like that thing you do I think it's super super cute the Whackness. have you ever seen the no. Whackness? <laughs> okay so this is a hidden gem it's got Josh Peck in it Uh, and ben kingsley
0: okay and it's a
1: beautiful little independent movie and i actually met josh peck in costco he's he's an actor you don't know who he is he's not a big famous actor Uh, but i met him in like a costco many years ago and i had like this whole 10 minute conversation with him about how great that film was how cool um i loved it. it it's a great little movie um, pump Up the Volume with Christian Slater I remember
0: that my that sister is, used to watch that that is a
1: hidden gem yeah. from like the late 80s I think early 90s and it's actually a great film it actually has some weight to it and it's got um, Samantha Mathis in it, it who's this beautiful girl who just kind of vanished um, I guess you don't remember who she is it
0: sounds familiar
1: but... so she was a, an actress she was actually River Phoenix's girlfriend oh, okay. and then he OD'd and died and then she just kind of withdrew from acting and everything oh, wow. Um but I, I love this movie. Pump up the volume, it's Christian Slater. See that's an actor who's had a really weird traject so trajectory weird. <laughs> on his you know He was
0: going really big yeah. and heartthrobby and then suddenly he went like dwindled and i yeah. don't know and then now he's in a show but it's,
1: well, i know he had some problems with alcohol and stuff yeah. apparently but yeah i mean but anyway this is christian slater as best it's a, it's a little unknown film unfortunately and yeah now he's had a breakthrough and a hit with mr robot yeah. which is good actually but um i i definitely recommend pump up the volume it's yeah, a great film for sure okay let's see uh strange days you ever seen that nope Catherine bigelow directed it ralph fiends is in it sure. uh angela bassett it's like this weird futuristic movie uh it's a great film i definitely recommend that uh strange days um pacific heights with michael keaton no idea oh my god michael keaton is so spooky in this movie man it's again this is an old film 20 years ago i can give you my list afterwards as well you, you <laughs> um, need to yeah matthew modine's in it i think melanie griffith um but michael keaton is so weird and demented in this movie. He's the bad guy, and that's how I remember it. Um Sunshine by Danny Boyle. It's a science fiction movie. Okay. Have you ever seen that with nope. uh Killian Murphy? Oh the soundtrack is beautiful. It's a, a really solid science fiction movie. Cool. And it's probably one of Danny Boyle's most unknown films. Cool. Uh, along with another film actually that's kind of a hidden gem called Millions, which is like uh, almost like a family movie made by Danny Boyle about oh, these two wow. little British boys who find a bag of money. Um, I actually recommend both of those Millions in Sunshine. Um, Hannah with. Uh, I
0: like that film. Sarsha yeah, Ronan. That was Apparently,
1: good. I, I had to look this up. Apparently, that's how you pronounce her name. Sasha Ronan. Hannah's good, right? It was
0: good. Yeah. yeah. I Chemical didn't think Brothers. it was a hidden gem particularly, but. Oh, yeah. It really? It
1: fell under the radar. It just didn't really get a big release. It just kind of. I thought
0: it was really good. Got, oh, yeah. I
1: loved it, yeah. Yeah, and Chemical Brothers did the soundtrack. That's awesome. Um, it's a great film. Eric Banner's in that as well. Um, Walk Hard, The Dewey Cox Story. That's a comedy with John C. Riley that I love. I think it's so dumb and silly. Yeah. But like, it's one of my favorite comedies, and a lot of people don't know it. Super fun. Yeah. The, I actually know the guy who wrote some of the songs for that film. Cool. Um, Master and Commander, Far Side of the World, with Russell Crowe and Paul Bettany. You ever see that?
0: Uh, you know... I remember watching some of it and for some reason I didn't finish it. Um, and I remember being it being brilliant.
1: Yeah. They were supposed to start a whole franchise. It's apparently based on a bunch of books. It's a beautiful film, yeah. you know, um, obviously about, you know, sailing and boats and what do you call them? I don't know. Um, anyway. Sailing boats. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Ships. Yeah. Ships. Um, um, it's a really, really good film. And it just kind of got forgotten. And it's beautiful to look at on like a big screen. Cool. I, I really like that film. Um, the Way Way Back. Do you remember that?
0: I was hoping you'd bring that uh, up. I love that film. Such
1: Steve Carell. One yeah. Of the, one of the few films where he plays a total douchebag. Tony Collette's the mom, and I don't even know the kid who the, is amazing. I don't even know who the kid is. Sam Rockwell again. Yeah. He's so. Did he produce good in that and film.
0: direct it too? Who? Sam Rockwell? Not, I feel really? like he? Uh, I oh. feel like he was involved in the making of the. Oh, film, I've I've
1: no idea. Um, so he, good. I love that movie. Yeah. it's such it's such yeah. a great like coming of age movie, and again, yeah, it's so that's a perfect example. It just got forgotten about, yeah. you know, and it's really a good film. Um, instructions not included. Have you ever seen this film? I've heard of it. Nope. Okay, let me tell you something. Wait.
0: Yeah, go ahead. Okay, and... I,
1: you probably haven't because it's a Spanish film. Oh, okay. So uh, the guy is uh, Eugenia Derbez or something. Okay. This film blindsided me, especially the end. It has... I'm not even going to... I'm not going to give anything away. Um, it's, I think, one of the most successful Mexican films of all time. Okay. Like in the US. Um, and half of it's in subtitles and half of it's not because the character comes to America. And... Um, it's like a comedy drama, and it rips your heart out at the end because oh. the twist comes out of nowhere. It's, it's not a heavy movie, but it totally blindsided me. Wow. I found this film by mistake, and it's fantastic. And actually, I've only seen it that one time, and that's how much I remember it. Wow. I want to watch it again. I want to make my wife watch that movie. Instructions not included. It's so good. Um, I put this on the list because I really think this is a hidden gem. The Disney Robin Hood, the oh, animated,
0: so beautiful. I love that film, love and that I've film. seen it
1: at the bottom of lists of like the best disney films
0: oh like,
1: people, it's so good see it's so underrated you know robin hood and little john walking through so the cute. forest doh- i used to I doouh- watch to it Oodin- over and over
0: and over and over again
1: such a beautiful yeah. film and i watched it again last year and i loved the music i love the characters the fox the it's so oh, it's cute. Yeah. so good it's one of my favorites you're right
0: and, it is and it is a total hidden gem it it's really forgotten. is forgotten
1: i love that movie so much um Excuse my singing, guys, especially because my voice is kind of cracking, so it must sound even worse. (laughs) Okay, I'm almost done. Um, uh, Here's a film. I have to put it on this. It's called uh, Chirac. You've never heard of it. Nope. Spike Lee directed it only a few years ago. Um, It's a really powerful, good film. It has Nick Cannon in it who oh, wow. um, I'm not a fan of at all. He's really good in this movie. I think he's like a singer and a TV show host guy. Okay. I just know him as the ex-husband of Mariah Carey. <laughs> Again, no disrespect to him, but I just didn't know much of him. But <clears throat> he's really good in this film. Cool. Um, it's quite a heavy movie, uh, but it's good. Okay, I put Patriots Day on this list, the new one with yeah. Mark Wahlberg. I agree,
0: that's a total hidden gem. Because
1: that film was totally mismarketed yeah. as like a Mark Wahlberg action vehicle. It's so much it's more. It's a brilliant film. You know, it's about the Boston Marathon bombing that happened a few years ago. And it's basically, a, you know, they're trying to do a true retelling of what happened. Yeah, um, how, they re- the how they found and everything. the guy. How they found the terrorist that set off the bombing. So good.
0: I watched that on your recommendation oh. and we loved it. Yeah. That
1: film is phenomenal awesome so good and it just got forgotten about all right the last one on my list which should put a smile on my wife's face is hunt for the wilder people did you see that? I
0: loved that film. Yeah. I was going to put that on my list yeah. too. Hunt
1: for the World of People. So good. Ricky Baker, uh-oh, Ricky <laughs> Baker, uh-oh, Ricky Baker. So good. Oh, I love it. It's Sam ne- fifth song for the night. Yeah, I think that was three. But Sam Neill's in it um, and the the big pudgy kid who's phenomenal. So I don't know who the actor is. It's an Australian, actually, I think it's a New Zealand film. Yeah. Um, I, I don't remember the guy who directed it, but he did uh, What We Do in the Shadows and he's directing Thor Ragnarok the rock as well oh wow cool. yeah yeah he's like close friends with the uh, the guys from flight of the concords okay yeah um anyway that film is just such definitely watch that film yeah beautiful indie film. taika watiti taika watiti yeah uh, Thank you, Danny. I was
0: just talking about it. Sorry. Okay,
1: yeah, he, he directed it. Cool. Anyway, Hump for the World of People is fantastic. So good. That's my list, and I really think this highlighted the point um, that there are so many hidden gems, and I'm sure totally. there's many more, right?
0: Uh, that was a brilliant list. Thank you. You, you covered it really, really, really well. Thank mine, mine, mine are really not going to...
1: No, that's okay. What, what else do you
0: have? Okay, um, you may or may not agree. And again, mine were more from the idea of like things I felt people don't really know about that I personally thought were incredible films. That's okay. Um... I'm going to start with Meet Joe Black. Meet <laughs> Joe Black.
1: Okay, I'm probably not going to agree with your list. That's not a hidden gem.
0: Um, almost anyone I met had never heard of it. Really? Yeah, even though it's Brad Pitt and Anthony Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins, yeah. yeah. Okay. I just thought it was a brilliant and movie. And the girl,
1: Claire For- Forlani, and she was beautiful in yeah. that film. I
0: loved that film.
1: I, I actually don't mind it. The problem with that film is it's three hours long. It's a very it's long too film. Long.
0: It's a great concept.
1: Yeah, it's actually a really good film. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, but I consider it, people don't know it. Really? Yeah. Um, and then you might like this one. I don't know if you'll agree it's a hidden gem train to Busan. That's not a hidden gem, though. That No one, has, one knows about it. You talk about a huge critical
1: acclaim. Ask You've anyone. heard about it on the show.
0: I heard about it on, you know, from Elijah Wood, who watches, like, really, oh. you know, odd... Things oh. and he brought it up as like something nobody knows about. Oh,
1: see, the reason why I didn't is, I mean, it has like ninety eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It was all there was ask all this all these anyone. people saying it was like the best zombie movie yeah, ever. Yeah, so. but
0: but like, ask general people; they don't know what that film is. All right. I consider it, that a hidden it gem. It is a
1: foreign film, right? It's, it's a, a foreign film,
0: movie. guys. It's a horror zombie movie, and it's awesome.
1: Just so you know, on my horror list, which I've already. Kind of put together, this is a spoiler. It's number one on my horror list. Oh, really? That's how much I like Train yeah. to Luzon. I, oh, I, I just
0: didn't find it scary enough to be I that horror. I love that film. It's I've brilliant. Seen it
1: three times, and even though it's subtitled, it's a masterpiece. I didn't think it was a hidden gem, but that's okay.
0: Um. Uh, this was actually on a list of hidden gems, but I, mean, I brought it, it up will first be. <laughs> uh, Reality Bites, which is one not that many people know, you know about what?
1: it probably is a hidden gem and you know why i probably didn't put it on the list is because i love that film so yes, much i've do. seen it so many times but you know what a lot of these films are like that yeah so it's odd that i didn't put it in that class
0: reality pipes uh, is ethan hawke and winona Ryder, and it's an awesome film oh
1: i love that movie it's such the, a good movie. The music it was known as one of the first gen x films the whole 90s mm. grunge um, I love that movie. It's So ben, you, you ben got me Stiller, into that. Ben Stiller directed that movie. That's right.
0: And, yeah. and you see and him from a total different yeah. side in that movie too.
1: Yeah, he stars in it too.
0: Yeah. So that one I consider a hidden gem. Yeah, I,
1: actually, that one I think you're right about. It's odd that I didn't put it in the same class. You like
0: it too much. It's one of my
1: personal <laughs> favorites. Yes. Um, but you're right. Other people probably don't know it. Uh,
0: another one I have on there that I feel kind of went under the radar is Nightcrawler. I really liked Nightcrawler. You
1: know what? You would be right. I wasn't a big fan of it. I loved it.: I
0: Mike thought Fuller. Jake... have seen it twice.
1: My wife is shaking her head at me. I thought Jake Gyllenhaal gave a really creepy, gripping awesome performance. Awesome performance. The film was okay, but yeah. that's, that's all right. I've
0: seen it twice. Personally, I saw it in the theater and on, on DVD. I loved it, um, Personally.
1: There was a huge protest that he didn't get nominated. Yeah, he was brilliant.
0: Um, The the, the subject matter is interesting and new. I found it fascinating. Yeah, a
1: lot of people thought he should have gotten an Oscar nomination at the very least.
0: Um, Okay, I have a couple more sort of older ones that I may or may not. Hit me. Uh, Scent of a Woman. Is that a hidden gem? It was actually on the list, but um, Um, I love that film.
1: Okay, good. So... Again, you know how crazy I am. I watch movies all the time. Danny can attest to this. Last week, I tried to watch it. I put it on.
0: Didn't hold It up. just didn't hold. I I uh, lost it. It's got a
1: really young Philip Seymour Hoffman in it, which yeah. I totally forgot about. It's Chris O'Donnell. Chris O'Donnell Before late. Batman and Robin killed his career. Yeah. Um, I just and thought it was beautiful. Yeah, and Al Pacino won his first yeah. and only Oscar for that film, which is yeah. kind of crazy. Um, when that film came out, I loved it. Um, I... Kind of forgot about it, so you're probably right. Um, what is weird is it just didn't hold my attention. I got yeah. through maybe 20 minutes. I of
0: haven't it. rewatched it in the last five years. It's like a three-hour movie. Yeah. Um, Th- these are quite. But it's tips, definitely though. one worth checking out. Definitely. Um, another one I have is. Okay, you're gonna laugh at this one. What? This is a British movie. Bend it like Beckham. Oh, I love that movie. That's but not th- a lot of people know about it. When I bring it up, mm-hmm. especially to people in, in the States, really? they don't know it.
1: Oh, see, I found out about that movie in America. Oh. Everyone I didn't. knew about it and told me about it. And I liked it, but I was like, you don't even see Beckham.
0: <laughs> no, but I thought it was the most charming, adorable. It was one of um, That's Kira Knightley, Knightley's I you first didn't, films. I, didn't I, like. I, I And I, every time I say that, I say to you, except in Bend It Like Beckham. Oh, I Jonathan love her And Rhys
1: Meyer is the coach. Who I love. Yes. <laughs> um i love that movie it's um, so cute i remember when it came out it was a very critic about acclaimed. girl soccer guys in yeah. case
0: you don't know it it's a really cute film
1: yeah it, I, I like that movie. i
0: consider that kind of a hidden gem because personally i've had a lot of people when mm-hmm. i mention it go what's that you know yeah. okay good um <laughs> you can laugh at this one the last stand with arnie
1: I love that I love movie. that film. I love that and, movie. And I had
0: never heard of it. It was as if it went straight to DVD because I'd never heard of it. <laughs> it's probably a bit
1: too silly to go on the list. So here's the thing. After he ended his time as the governor of uh, yeah. Los Angeles, which is crazy that Arnold Schwarzenegger was the governor. <laughs> I still can't um can't That was think one of it. his first... I think actually that was his first movie as like comeback as an actor. Right. The Last Stand. And it did get a theater release. It didn't get... Um, it just didn't get much attention probably did okay it just fell under the radar so you're right it probably would count i've watched it like three times it's It's so fun super fun movie it's got the guy from jackass in it that's right what's his name Uh, yeah i don't Um, remember his name the main guy um it's really fun it was a great action movie
0: i think that should be watched yeah um then i have um a walk to remember I don't oh, think a God. lot of people have that. It's <laughs> okay. Anymore? This is we're talking Mandy Moore and we're talking My wife loves that uh, we're talking a <laughs> uh, a romantic film, but I thought it was a really sweet film. Okay.
1: I um, I, I can't comment, thank God. <laughs> that's
0: okay. Um, I didn't think you would. Uh going back older horror movies, what lies beneath Harrison Ford.
1: You know, I've never seen it with Michelle movie. Pfeiffer and Harrison Ford. Yeah.
0: So it's quite Slow mm. And it's creepy as all hell.
1: I know all about that film. And unfortunately, I already know the twists and everything. Okay. I've never gotten around to seeing it. And I know you a lot of people it. liked it. Yeah. Uh,
0: what's funny about that film that, I, that stuck so much in my mind, I swear there's not any music in the entire film. Really? It's all done with just visuals and a lot of acting. And it's... Mm. Hyper creepy.
1: I should watch it sometime. I really like it. I really it. should, actually.
0: So that that's a good one to watch, especially now with Halloween coming up and everything. And my last one on the list, you may or may not agree, is Elizabeth. Oh,
1: Cate Blanchett.
0: Cate Blanchett. Um, but,
1: okay, so that that was a huge film, just so you know. Did it
0: do really well? It was a big oh.
1: box and it got h- multiple Oscar nominations. Oh, I'm totally
0: wrong on that one. <laughs> and it actually
1: brought the world Cate Blanchett. It's a great film. Loved but it. But that... Elizabeth is the film that made Camp Blanc. oh. Cate Blanchett, a yeah. huge international star. Yeah. So it's definitely not a hidden gem. Only reason
0: I thought of that is because I mentioned it to a couple of people and they're like, what film? Oh, you know, yeah. but that might have just yeah, been well, whatever. I mean, that yeah. time.
1: A lot of people probably never heard of Moonlight. But, it's true. Um, but yeah, I'm just it's saying true. it did bring the world Cate Blanchett and it was a huge film. I, you know, again, I only got around to seeing that a couple of years ago
0: for I love the first that time because
1: it came out like 20 years ago and I it's thought very it brilliant it's done. very good
0: okay good yeah that's kind of my list i think oh and then obviously um
1: nope that's it
0: that's my list
1: okay good well i mean we went through a lot there and again i mean really the reason why i like doing this is it's kind of fun to talk to you about it um yeah. you know and you, had, you actually had some good ones on there um but also i really think it will be kind of you know interesting for other people yeah hopefully there's a lot of films here we discussed it a lot of you have just never heard of
0: yeah you have a nice Um, list yeah
1: and you can watch them and and i really hope you do because these are films that should be appreciated um that they're just they're really well made um entertaining films you know and some of them aren't for everyone they don't fit everyone's tastes um but they're all very um superiorly made films yeah You know, and and deserve attention.
0: Definitely that.
1: Yeah, so uh, that's all I got. You got anything else you want to say? Nope. All righty, well, until next week. Good night, everyone. Good
0: night. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Tony the Movie Guy, the podcast, Hidden Gems. As Tony said before, you can email us anytime at Podcast at gmail.com. Also, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at
1: Tony the Movie Guy. And most importantly, please remember to rate and review our podcast on iTunes.
0: It is very helpful, and it'll help us get this podcast out to more people, which is very important to us. Also, you can share it uh, with your friends on Facebook, and on Twitter. So go ahead and share those links and get this out to your friend group, and you guys can talk about it together because we're so interesting. <laughs> okay, everyone, have a good night. Bye bye.